Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Nice cock! Nice cock! Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. want to thank everybody that checked me out over the weekend because I got to tell you, usually on Sundays, my numbers are in the shitter. They're way down at the bottom, but you guys came through strong and showed up, got me a lot of downloads. My averages are going up on a daily basis, all thanks to you. Now, if you want to check out all of the content that I have out on online, you can easily do that by going to my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E.net. When you go there, that's going to give you a link to all my social media, my PayPal account, the voicemail number to be able to give me a call, how you can email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. Everything you need to know can be found at Tuttle.net. Now, it's been raining here pretty much all day. For the past couple of hours, it's been raining really, really hard, and the lightning is everywhere. I don't know what it has been today. I thought with all this African Saharan dust that we were going to be getting, that we were going to have a pretty dry summer, and it's been the complete opposite. Luckily, we've had no hurricanes this year. I don't know if we can handle it. Did I expect one? Hell yeah. The way 2020 has been gone. Oh, I would have thought we would have had like another 2005 scenario. If you don't know what 2005 was, I think it was 2005. We pretty much had, mm, let's see, six hurricanes in one season. Oh, my God. It was a big clusterfuck here in the state of Florida back then when it came to tropical storms, hurricanes, just storms all together. It was a horrible fucking year for us here in the Sunshine State. Here in the Sunshine State. Now, something I want to talk a little bit about, and I know it's way, way out there. You know, yesterday, if you listen to yesterday's show, I ended up making that soup. But while I was there, my dad... He's been eating a little bit extra because his blood sugar has been low in the mornings when he gets up. So I've been trying to grab stuff for him to snack on before he goes to bed so his blood sugar isn't low in the morning. Well, I ended up finding Pringles. I don't know how Pringles does it. I don't know how they get that taste down pat on certain flavors of chips, but oh my God. I ended up finding a can of these Pringle chips, and they're they're called the Baconator. Now, before I went on my diet, I'll admit, I tried a Baconator at Wendy's, and it was fucking delicious. Loved every single bite of it. Now, I don't eat that stuff anymore, but I had to try one of these chips. And I don't understand how do they get all that flavor? Like, how do they get the flavor from a Baconator and put it into a chip and make it taste exactly like that? Because my palate has gotten better. My palate and, and range of taste has gotten a lot better as I've gotten older. And I swear to God, when you taste this chip, 
You can taste the mustard, the ketchup. I can even get a hint of pickle every bite on this chip. And I'm just trying to figure out how the fuck do they replicate that taste? Like, do they blend up a Baconator? Do they go to Wendy's, go through the drive-thru, get a Baconator, put it in a blender, blend it up, liquefy it, and then put it into a chip? How do they do it? Because it can't be natural. How do you get that taste from the Baconator into a chip and not, like, skip some steps? How can it be healthy for people to eat an artificial taste of a Baconator? If, if you want me to be honest, I think it actually might be healthier for you to eat an actual Baconator over one of these goddamn Pringle chips. Because what they're doing is unnatural. How are they getting that taste from the Baconator into a goddamn chip? It blows my fucking mind. How much you, how much you making an hour? All right, I wanted to play this audio for you. This African-American woman that owns this soul food restaurant. I don't know exactly where it is, but she's pulling up to McDonald's to get her early morning breakfast. And she starts trying to hire the McDonald's employees working through the drive through And she's asking them, how much do you make? Just so she knew exactly how much she was going to have to fork out to get them to come over and work for her business. 825, would you like to make $12 an hour? Yeah. Walk out. Let's go. Come get in the car with Auntie. Now, this is a big risk. It really is. I know you're not making a lot working at McDonald's, but you're about to walk out of your job with no guarantee. This woman, this could just be a random person trying to get you to quit your job at McDonald's. And when you walk out and tell your boss to fuck off, you're not going to have anything to go to. How you doing? How are you? You want to you work? Let's go. Come on. I'm waiting for you. How is this not modern day slavery? I know that they're getting paid for it, but it, this has the feel of people being put up on the auction block and coming and saying, hey, you want to come work? All right. I don't know. It just seems a little weird in my opinion. Maybe I'm way off basis by that statement I just made. But what I'm saying is for you to just roll up on somebody while they're working their current job and saying, hey, do you want to come work? Oh, come on. I'll pay you. No contract, no nothing. You're putting a lot of faith in a stranger. I'm going to start you off at $12 an hour. Let's go. Well, come on. Let's go. Get in the car. You want I'm dead ass. Let's go. $12 an hour? $12 an hour. Let's go. You lying. I'm not fucking lying. I'm oh, ready. Get y'all shit. Let's go. I ain't teaching them no fucking bad habits. I need workers and they want to work. You got a car? Yeah, my car was All right, meet me at Country Cooking. Okay. What you a manager? Too, okay. What you a manager? In training. In training? Well, now you're training with me. How much was making? Damn, she just jacked McDonald's for a manager in training. 775. Oh, guess what you getting now? 12. Let's go. <laughs> Get in the car. I meet y'all at Country Cooking. Okay. All right. I want two week notices, too. Motherfuckers not coming in. People making $7, $8. Let's fucking go. Oh, hold up. Is this my, is my new workers here? Or what? Y'all both got cars 
I don't know. I just wanted to share that audio with you. I thought it was kind of cool that these people that are completely getting taken advantage of at a McDonald's, working their ass off, getting below the average that everybody else is getting paid for. And this woman just rolls right up, hires these people right from under a McDonald's nose and puts them to work at her soul food kitchen. When I come back, I'm going to have the one and only Charlie Alamo on the air with me. And you're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. Hey, Tuttle Daily Podcast listeners. It's that time again. Charlie Alamo with his weekly segment, rambling, uh whatever the fuck you want to call it here's charlie all right guys welcome back welcome to the tuttle daily podcast i know i sound fake as fuck because i'm turning it on because i've been sitting out in a hot truck listening to horrible top 40 music trying to get myself motivated for today. Have you ever had, well, you know what? Let me introduce my guest. I got Charlie Alamo on the phone with me. Charlie, what's up? Thanks for having me, Tuttle, on the uh, snooze maker line here. Oh, don't sound so monotone. Don't sound so like Hannibal Lecter type. You know, at least Hannibal Lecter put a little bit of, you know, just influx into his voice. You're just, you're, you're straight down the middle, man. Charlie, you got so much going for you, man. Hannibal Lecter ate a census taker, so of course he had a lot going for him. Okay, exactly. But we were talking before you came on. You were like, oh, don't worry. I'm not going to climb up a clock tower. Now, I mean, you can do whatever you want. You have free will. If you're going to do it, at least hang a banner outside of the clock tower that says the Tuttle Daily Podcast. That's all I'm asking. Yes, and I'm going to wear my Tuttle Daily Podcast hat and whatever other kind of swag I can get So to put over the podcast because that's the type of person I am. See, even in death, I'm willing to lay right down in the middle, one, two, three, drop the leg, cup the ear, and let's get the hell out of here. Oh, you're going to lay the strap right down in the middle, right? You're going to lay the strap right in the middle for, for whoever wants to take it, but you're going to give... You're you're going to you're going to give some crimson. You're going to bleed for me a little bit just to put me over. Yeah, I'm ready to get gimmicked up if necessary. Oh, so you're going to you're going to take the razor blade and the tape on your finger, right? No, I'm going to do uh, razor blade in the lip 
because I always found that that was a really hardcore way that people would do that. And then they would gimmick themselves like that. Um, God damn it. I forget his name now. And I bring it up. Abdullah the Butcher. Do you remember, do you remember the hardcore black wrestler back in the day? He came on Spice's show one night. Um, He was in ECW. New Jack? The extreme. Oh, yes. New I love Jack. New Jack. He's the man. That fucking beyond the ring with New Jack. Yeah was absolutely goddamn brilliant that was the best one of the series dude i don't get intimidated by a lot of guests that come in but i was intimidated by him when you look at his forehead it looks like the surface of mars because of how many like you know how many times he's been gigged in the forehead by his own doing or somebody else it it looks like Straight up a horror flick if you look at his forehead. Yeah, his head, his forehead is rough. He'll even talk about that, you know. I think the only person that had a worse forehead was probably Abdullah the Butcher. He could put, like, silver dollars in the nicks that he had in his forehead. But, I mean, now, that whole thing with that underage wrestler that he was going against. Yeah. And, and that documentary, like... He took it way over the line, but you know what? That's what made him so great. I don't even I don't even find it that to be necessarily true because two things they even explained it in the documentary. And this, you know, if you're not a, fa- a fan of pro wrestling or know anything about locker room etiquette, uh, you know, being around anything like that, then you don't a lie about your age like that, and b go to one of the most badass motherfuckers on the planet. And ask him to gig you. You don't ask a dude to blade you. Even New Jack said that. And he's like, all right, I'll cut the shit out of him. Of course he's going to, because... Well, dude, but he didn't even use a razor blade in the lip, razor blade in the tape. No, he just pulled out a knife. He pulled out a goddamn fucking X-Acto knife and just started carving this dude up like it was nothing. Again, don't ask for it if you don't want it, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, when was that? Like late 90s, early 2000s? Because yeah, it was it was 99. That whole gimmick with New Jack was like right there on the edge where people didn't know how to take it. In my opinion, New Jack cut one of some of the best promos ever in Smoky Mountain Wrestling, Jim Cornette's wrestling promotion. And you can go back and find him online and stuff. Even Jim Ross is standing there like, what the hell did he just say? It's fantastic. He would go straight in to a white predominant like event and would talk shit against the crackers like straight up he did not give a fuck one of the best promos ever is the one that he cuts about oj thanking him for killing two white people (laughs) yeah dude back in the 90s that was stiff that was working really stiff that's that's a straight heat getter yeah dude man i don't think he gets enough credit he came in the spices show that night and i was not like into wrestle wrestling as much as I was, but I, I I had a whole different type of respect for him when he ended up coming in because he just did not give a fuck about anything. He doesn't give a fuck and he will tell a hell of a fucking story too. Yeah. So uh now back to you originally, you know, you were worried about climbing up a clock tower and stuff. Yeah. What the hell happened this weekend to put you in this type of mood? 
It's not even this weekend, man. It's been like ever since I started this gig, I thought it was going to be not this gig, not the Tuttle Daily podcast, which I completely enjoy. Do, I, do but, we need to back it off? Am, am I? Am no, I no, no, no. Like, it's not even you. It's uh the the whole job thing. I mean, so many people have been pulling shady fucking, not even shady shit, just like not showing up, pretending they have Corona and out they're fucking out partying and shit and nobody does anything. And what the fuck do I get? I get fucked over every time that I'm there. So it's like, what the fuck is this even for? Uh, hello, man? haven't you been working in radio? Yeah, but this <laughs> working isn't working in radio. Should have prepared you for this whole gig, then, because everything you just said explained everything that I've dealt with in radio. I know, but I don't mind if radio's fucking me over. I mind when fucking stupid kids that have never really had a job who think they know everything about life and never been kicked in the fucking dick don't fucking know shit and they want to fucking play boss. Everybody wants to be a general around there and nobody wants to be a soldier and I'm the only motherfucker there saying, listen man, I'll be a soldier. I'm actually pretty fucking good at it. I don't want to lead people around. That's why I'm not in a management position, because I don't give a fuck about that. You just want to kill people. You want to fucking do what the what your what your guy in charge wants you wants you to do. You just do it. I want some fucking shore leave is what I want. Oh, yeah. You want to go out there. You want to get some STDs. You want to bring it back. No, not that kind of shore leave. Not that. Well, no. What? How does that happen from shore leave? Well, sure, leave. I mean, oh, you want to go out and fight? Oh, I thought no, no, coming back. No, not sure. Leave is when you get you're still in whatever branch you are, but you get some vacation time, and that's usually yes, yeah, and you go fuck some whores. Yeah, but I'm not worried. Not STD. Nobody's fucking right now, Tuttle. It's Corona, unless they're really seriously, you know. Or maybe I've just been lied to by a bunch of women lately. Wait a minute. (laughs) Well, listen. So, but I mean, listen, just. Just relax. Everything's good. I'm trying to make Charlie Alamo a star, which you already are a star, but I'm trying to pitch you over. I'm pitting you on a pedestal. I'm giving you the fucking hard way. Like, I'm pitting you right up to the top because I want to see Charlie Alamo become a household name when it comes to audio content. Yes, I'm going to become a household name much like uh, John Wayne Gacy or uh, one of these other serial killers. And guess what? John Wayne Gacy, everybody was a terrible know, clown. Relates him being a clown. A bad everybody one. puts that on him. All right, let's get back into this. So now one of the things I want to talk to you about. So you uh, just turned 31, right? Or 30. I turned 31 last October. Actually, I'm getting closer okay. to turn 32 than anything. Oh, so you're going to be 32 soon. So, yeah. like, now I'm 32, you're still eight years behind me. Have you been finding any of those aches and pains? Or do you work out at all, or do you not just give a fuck? I uh, work out slightly, and yes, I do have aches and pains, especially in my lower back, because I got rear-ended uh, by this dumb bitch in Connecticut, which sounds a lot hotter than what it was, and... uh she fucking totaled my car, and at the time, I didn't think anything of it, but yes, I definitely have some lower back problems because of that, so I get, I actually, the only good thing about the place that I work at is they have, like, CBD creams and stuff like that, and I started putting that on my back. It definitely helps with uh, alleviating some of the pain, 
See, that's the thing that I don't get about it. This is a cruel joke that they all play on you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's God, Mother Nature, or whoever it may be. When you try to start working out, you try to start making uh, and living healthier choices and a healthier lifestyle. That's when your body starts breaking down. Your body starts hurting you. And it's kind of like, oh, yeah, hey, you know how you want to be healthy and you want to get in shape. Yeah, fuck you. We're going to make your shoulders and your knees hurt. Yeah, what happened to partying and just drinking all the time? Now you want to lift stuff? Here you go, asshole. Lift, try lifting this now. But I'm, I'm glad you bring that up because when I was partying, I was taking drugs and any alcohol or ingesting anything into my body. My body did not make me pay for it. But now that I'm trying to be healthy, eat right, and work out, now my body's kind of like, fuck you, what are you trying to do? I'm going to make you hurt and keep you from doing what is right. What, I mean, what cruel joke is that? Your body hates sober Tuttle. It's just obvious, man. Yeah, dude, it just, it really, really is is frustrating. Because once you decide you want to, like, live a healthier lifestyle, it's like, fuck you, I ain't letting you do this shit. So that's why you're... Is that why you're taking this time in the podcast to let everybody know that you're starting a class action stunt boy lawsuit? You're coming after all the old radio shows because you got aches no. and things now? You should. You and could I'm... be the first guy. You could be Miso Tuttleoma or whatever and fucking just go after everybody. Except for, you know, some of the cool ones. You know who I'm talking about. But some of them, all yeah. the other ones, fuck it. Just go after everybody. See, now, I'm glad you bring that up. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know what you were getting into. Um. The years of stunts, the years of gay shit, the years of torturing my body is starting to catch up with me. And I do think that I have a class action lawsuit to go against the numerous radio shows that I've worked with in my years of broadcasting. What do you think? I think, yes, I think um, next thing you know, you'll be bleach blonde hair, tan as shit, walking out of the courtroom, shutting down another business. <laughs> I mean, Ron and Fez, Ron and Fez, I ain't going to go after Ron and Fez, but no, everybody I after would, that. I would murder you if you went after Ron and Fez. They're an institution. Yeah, everybody after Ron and Fez is fair game. Going to be honest, even though I didn't work for him, I'm going after Neil Rogers. Oh, that's uh, that's a because shame. I think he set a precedent of, you know, when it comes to gay stunts and and he wasn't my, doing any gay stunts. No, that's not fair. Uh, no, <laughs> no, I'm joking. It was a bad joke on my part, Charlie. If anybody, I love Neil Rogers. if anything, you should go after the blue uh, blue crab challenge there, cuzzy. Yeah, you know, or the fireworks you know, or the fucking. Or fucking shiz hits the... You got covered in shit that was thrown into a fan, bro. That's fucked up. I also had an an inflatable butt plug in my asshole on Bubba's show. Yeah, that's... Who thought that was going to be good radio? Like, I mean, honestly, who thinks that's going to translate well? 
I mean, shocking wow, the puss like... and shocking the fucking balls and stuff. At least you got audi- audible fucking sounds from it. Like, oh, dude, I'm glad you bring that up. You are you on TikTok at all? I was, and then I found out the Chinese were spying on me, and I didn't like that because I like to walk around in the noodle lot. I'll give, I'll give the Chinese all the information they want on me. I really don't care. Oh, they already got uh, it. Where do you think we're so, getting the downloads but, from? But my favorite uh, TikTok account is this guy that dresses as a mime, okay? <clears throat> and they do these pain stunts on him, but the whole gimmick is he's not allowed to make a sound when the stunt thing. Like, he jumped off some, some stairs onto some Legos. You know, stepping on Legos hurt like a motherfucker. Sure. He he jumped on some Legos barefoot, um, got kicked in the balls, uh, slapped in the stomach by a uh, leather belt. So all these oh, they 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 threw a cactus into his stomach. He didn't make a sound then. Uh, you know those razor scooters? Yes. Yeah, he took one of those right into the shin, didn't make a noise. Uh I I just think it's a great gimmick to work. A mime that gets abused pain-wise and does not make a noise. Maybe he's mute. Oh, Maybe you that... just ruined the whole facade for me, Charlie. See? It's like reading the comments on one of your favorite videos. Don't ever do it, because then it'll make you hate it. Thank you for writing this song, because I really... Who's listening to this in 2020? Go fuck yourself, people. Nobody cares what you have to say. So you're 31, and I was going back, and I was looking at some of the music we had. Like, give me an example with your generation, because you're in the generation after me. Give me some of your music. Were you into the whole alternative rock phase, like Nirvana, uh, you know, all those type of groups out there? No, when I was a kid, I was actually into new metal stuff. So it was like corn and uh, Nine Inch Nails and shit like that. Lent Biscuit? A little bit, yeah, until I realized that all their songs sounded the same. So I was the first person in my group to start hating them. What was that tour that Lent Biscuit and Corn and all those guys went on? The Family um, Values Tour. Yeah, the Family Values Tour, yeah. Um. Now, do you remember Limp Biscuit? Now, uh, it was House of Pain that did jump around. They were kind of synonymous with each other a little bit there for a while. Why do you think that was? Both white lead singers? Yeah, I mean, I could see that. <laughs> but then didn't the guy from House of Pain become some, like, emo like depressing type lead singer he did that song uh what i got or or uh no that was sublime that was no 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 that was sublime but i'm talking about the guy that did um you walk what or walk a mile in my shoes you remember that one hell no oh god damn it what oh what the hell everlast everlast I know you remember Everlast. Yeah, no, that was not the same dude. Ever the Everlast I thought guy. He was from House of Pain. I thought the lead the singer of big, Everlast was from House of Pain. 
the big tall guy that wrote fucking like uh Santa Monica and all that other fucking stupid sh- songs and shit. Oh, that was from Everclear. I'm not oh, talking about Everclear. I'm okay, talking see, about I'm confused. They both see both have shitty names and both uh, you know what? You might be right then. I don't know what the fuck Everlast is except for shitty gym equipment maybe, but um yeah, I think you're right. I think I'm fucking confused as hell, but you are right. Oh, hold on, hold on. I'm I'm gonna find this for you. Hold oh, on. God. I wanna see. Hold on. I'm holding. Oh, here, hold on. This Still is holding. what I got for you. Hold Stand on. By. I'm I'm gonna see if I plays it. Hold on. This song right here. Oh yeah. That's every every bar in coming at you from every bar in Great Falls, Montana. Here's a song that'll make you want to so, die. But you know what song I'm talking about, right? Yeah, absolutely I do. It's a fucking shitter, man. I hate that fucking song, and now I am going to go look for a clock tower. Oh, dude, but I'm telling you... push me over the edge, know, Tuttle. I don't have any merchandise, though. When are you going to send me a banner or something? No, I'm going to get that to you, and then I'm going to send you bullets... On the copper part of it, it's going to say TD, uh, TDP, Tuttle Daily Podcast, just those initials. So, like, when you blow somebody's brains out, it's going to hit them with TDP. Oh, okay. Either that or since now I got an idea, since it's so so fashionable and people really don't care for the cops, if I could get them to kill me, you know, get one of my friends to yell, he's on PCP... Next thing yeah. you know, Charlie lives matter. Yeah. <laughs> um. Now, back to what I was talking about what earlier that with then? things that have been involving my life. Do you, do you guys up in Montana? Um, because I've gotten two or three of them today alone. Cross the insurance calls. No, oh. the insurance calls. Yeah. Like your 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 car's warranty type deal. Do you guys get those up in Montana? Yeah, I don't really get it that much anymore because I fucked with the people last time. I like went on thing. I was like, really? I was like, what car do you have marked down? And they were going through some shit. I was like, yeah, that's funny because I'm looking outside and the only car that I own is a 1998 Ford Escort. And I'm pretty sure there's no fucking warranty on that son of a bitch. And I've never heard yeah. back since. Yeah, I mean, what what's really bothering me now is that they are using other people's phone numbers yes. to be able to call you. So what will end up happening is, you know how I am. If they're going to call and mess with me, I'm going to call them back. So when I call them back, it's somebody's just personal cell phone number, and I feel bad calling and bothering them. You know, because they have no clue what the hell I'm talking about, because I'll say, oh, well, you know, you guys were calling me about my car's warranty insurance. And I'm like, no. um, this is just a regular phone number. So how the hell are they able to do that? So you, you're you basically bummed out that you can't call them back and go, um, hi, I called you guys because my PT cruiser, I have extended warranty. And then you're not getting the results back that you wanted. No, I just oh. if they're gonna did you mess buy, did you buy the extended me, warranty? No, no, hell no. Okay, hell, like fuck. Most of the times throughout my life, I've driven with no insurance. I just you know let the dice land where they may be. Were these but, in your, were these in your drinking days as well? Were you really just taking lives into other people's hands? Yes. Yep. Yep. Cool. Hey, oh yeah, I've rocked no insurance before. 
everybody has at one time. Yes. Look at look at all those oh, trucks cool. that are driving up and down 95 with five people out of the back of them. There's no insurance on those babies, those yes. little Toyotas. And es- especially in Florida with all the illegal immigrants, you think half of these people have fucking insurance in the state of Florida? Whoa, Fuck whoa, no, whoa. they don't. They're not illegal immigrants. They're welcome guests. Okay, yes. Okay, yes. No, I'm going to start trying to be positive, Pete, now. Oh, did I tell you I got masked shamed the other day? Get this. No, I got masked. What happened there? I got masked shamed, and then I got masked shamed while I was wearing a mask telling the story about getting masked shamed. All right. It was fucked up. So, like, how did this happen? I basically have to wear a mask at work all day because of the fucking shit, right? Whatever. It, I, yeah. I don't care. I'm over that now because now there's little things I can do like mumble and fucking be like, you motherfucker, I can stand there and do shit and people can't hear what I'm saying. It's, that part I kind of dig. But so I'm telling the story about I got done with work. I ran into the store and the lady's like, oh, you forgot your mask. I was like, oh, thank you. It was actually a mask shaming that was a positive because people are either super fucking crazy about it or like, I'm not wearing a motherfucking mask. There's no in-between. Much like this country, nobody can find a common middle ground and fucking just take that road. They've got to go fucking way left or way fucking right or fucking any sort of gravel detour they can. So I'm telling this story to a guy and this lady next to him in line is like, well, people are dying from this. And I turn to her not missing a beat and I go, well, I know of at least one person that I hope dies from it. And the dude starts fucking laughing. The lady looks like I fucking ran over her dog and like fucking burned the burned up the carcass and left it in front of her fucking doorstep to find. Oh, yeah. I helped the fucking dude out and she just fucking says something. I was like, all right, you have a good day, ma'am. And just fucking let her out. I was like, you're not going to fucking I don't care if people die. Do you think a mask would have stopped the bubonic plague? Like, do you no. think mass would have helped cavemen? Oh, shit. We ate rotten, rotted meat or whatever the fuck diseases they got back no. then. No. Masks are really not helping anything. Honestly, if we were going to start helping anything, put fucking gloves on and shit. Like, touching of stuff is way worse than fucking wearing a mask, in my fucking opinion. But I'm not a fucking, I'm not Dr. Fagozi or whatever Fakakta that this motherfucker is that Trump is in and out of bed with every once in a while. So I don't know what the fuck is going down. But seriously, 95% of getting sick is from fucking touching shit because we walk around like the the, the fucking world is a touch tank and everything is fucking lick this you know what i mean and it's not we should be a lot well, more skeeved out about shit now let me ask you so now if you make a cut and this is how i all right if somebody returns a comment after a comment i made and they get me i don't get pissed you know what i actually kind of mark out to them a little bit you know just like you had said something back to this woman and she got pissed yeah, fucker. I don't get pissed. Like if some, like if I make a comment and somebody gives it back to me, and I'm like, oh yeah, they got me. I'm not. I'm not gonna get offended. I'm gonna be like, hey, I'm gonna be like, you got me, man. You owned my ass. I'll give you one. Is, I'll give you one better because I definitely agree. I'll pop on somebody's fucking comment even when it has nothing to do with me, and they're normally not a humorous person. Example. I was working at fucking Michael's. The one dude that I worked with who was a complete fucking old douchebag was going on about something, complaining to the one chick who was like a manager. It's just like, well, you know, that's above my pay grade. And she just stopped, turned around and she's like, what? Customer service is above your pay grade. I fucking openly popped on that. And it's not even that funny just because she put him in his fucking place with such a snide comment that really you have no comeback for. I love shit like that. It's all about 
how the delivery is made. That's why everybody asks me, why do you like British humor so much? And yes, British humor is a little corny, but it is very dry and and it's straight to the point, which I, I like at some time. I don't find it to be dry. I find it to be fucking hilarious. Plus, they're the only place ever that uses the word cunt so cunt, freely. Yes. Con, I think that's like the few couple of first words that all kids, infants should learn in the United Kingdom is the word con. And it and it just flows off of their tongue so well. Like it, and and an American like me and you, we've said it a lot, but it just does not come off as natural as somebody from the UK saying the word con. I've maybe only... maybe I'm off basis. No, I, I love it because I've only used it around here as a derogatory thing towards a woman when really I like when it's more like, oh, you're being a son of a bitch type thing like they use it over there. Yes, it's just one of those words they threw out there. It's like it's just cunt is cunt. When you say it over here, I look at it as Americans use it as a last resort. It's almost. The cunt word is like a grenade when you're wanting to end a conversation. Yeah, it's definitely a term you call of endearment. Somebody a cunt. Yeah, for sure. And that's that's just the way that I've looked at it. I've gotten in trouble when I was married. We we were at a radio station event and there was obviously a placard on the table that said the table was reserved for us. And this girl was being a complete, like I said, cunt. And I called her a cunt in front of everybody. And my wife got so offended that I would use the word cunt. I'm like, she was just being a cunt. What's your wife up to these days? Uh, she's living in around Atlanta, Georgia. Oh. With a, with a dude that's like eight or nine years younger than her. Oh. Is his name, yeah. is his yeah. name start with a C and end with Harley? No, no. <laughs> I'm eight or nine no. years young. Are, are you guys around the same age? Because that makes that joke work. No, 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 no. I mean, she was a couple of years older than me anyway. So, I mean, it just makes it even a little bit, you know, it's like, oh, you're going for the younger dude. But I mean, listen, we're cool. Good for her. If she can pull a dude. I mean, that, and that's the thing about it, Charlie, is I don't like those double standards. Yeah, because, you know, you where, can pull a young dude as well. Exactly, man. Yes, Own it. Yes. If I pull a young dude, I don't want people looking at me like, oh, well, he's like this older, younger, older queen that's trying to, you know, pull a, a twink. You yeah. know, I want to be treated just like my wife when I'm trying to pull younger twink. Yeah, respected in the workplace. Yes, exactly. All right, Charlie. So if people want to check you out, where can they check you out at? And don't put me over. Don't mark out and say, oh, go to Tuttle.net. I want people to really check you out. It's CCA Productions Presents, right? Yeah, on the Facebook. I'm also on Twitter. And actually, if you tweet me or whatever, I usually tweet people back at CCA Production on that one. Somebody's got CCA Productions with the actual S. So yeah. it's just production on that one. But yeah, it's, it's all over the fucking place, man. Really, when you think about it, my social media is in shambles. 
Well, Charlie, you really saved me today. It's one of those days I woke up. I didn't feel motivated. And you doing about 30 minutes worth of content with me has kind of saved my ass. So I greatly appreciate it. Charlie Alamo. Thank you, Tuttle. I'll talk to you next time. Is that a PT Cruiser down by the lake? Oh, no, wait. It's the Tuttle Podcast Studio. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by stitchyouup.com for your embroidery screen printing vinyl and direct to garment printing needs visit stitchyouup.com stitchyoup specializes in custom caps shirts decals and anything you want to personalize whether it's one item or large orders they can handle any size unsure about what you want let stitchyoup help you with your logo design visit stitchyouup.com or contact them Eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch you up. Definitely not your grandma's embroidery. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to today's show. Want to thank everybody that's been helping me out with this podcast. Vulture, Charlie Alamo, Josh from Canada, Hannah, every single person, Eric from Stitch You Up helping me out, all of the supporters, all of you guys that are sharing it with your friends, your family, your loved ones, your neighbors, coworkers, whatever it may be, no matter what, this show is growing just because of you. I'll be back tomorrow. Going to have Charlie Alamo on again. Got a great conversation coming up with him, and I hope you guys have a wonderful day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Share, like, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast was brought to you by Total Wireless of Palm Bay, StitchYouUp.com, PocketPairClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions, Facebook.com slash CCA Productions Presents. Show voiceover services brought to you by JCVoiceOverServices.com. That guy's got a goddamn sexy voice. You should hire him. If you want to help support the show, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? You want to let Tuttle know he's being a dick? Go to Tuttle at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds dot net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Yo, Terry, fuck going on?